This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Welcome to uh, the last hour of uh, the Power Zone right here on Power 98.7. We're going to Zambia as we speak right now. You know very well that here on the show we like uh, just spreading our footprint and trying by all means to give you a sense of what's happening on the continent, but not just here on the continent, but we're also global in that sense uh, that we often just give you uh, some of the developments that are coming out of uh, the globe. But Calvin Chisanga is coming through as a social economist uh, from Zambia uh, who will join us uh, this morning to the bottom of the hour to give us a sense of how the economy has been doing uh, there in Zambia, especially around fuel and, and really a lot happening as we speak right now. Calvin, a very good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, it's always lovely, man, uh, to speak to you, Kelvin. And uh, we know very well that you'll give us a sense of uh, in the lowdown of how Zambia is doing, especially looking at how the economy has been struggling, the global economy that is. Uh, people have been struggling to really uh, make ends meet. Uh, we're hearing uh, of a lot of interventions uh, coming from uh, just uh, those that are there, part of COP28, uh, talking about some of the uh, developments globally, some of them that uh, may not even be of our doing, uh, but they tend to affect us uh, in terms of uh, country uh, and, and, and another uh, where these developments are concerned. So we know the geopolitics as well, they tend to have an effect as well in terms of how then things tend to move in this particular space as well. Uh, but here uh, we are seeing a lot uh, you know, of expectations and a lot of people just reaching out here uh, to the Energy Regulation Board to try by all means to adjust uh, those fuel prices in a way that we'll see uh, people really trying and being able to make ends meet. I mean, here in South Africa, uh, this particular month of December, uh, we are anticipating a fuel price uh, decrease uh, as we speak right now. But I know in Zambia that the review of the fuel adjustment for the calendar month of December and the Energy Regulation Board has since maintained the November prices here uh, where trade uh, is concerned. What is happening there in Zambia? Well, uh, quite a number of um, activities that we're able to see in mm-hmm. the economy. Obviously, the biggest factor here is that um, we, we have a situation where much of the appetite in terms of uh, the, the economic situation is, is driving in the negative. Uh, Explain when you look at the uh, different pieces of uh, elements in the economy. One of the biggest things that we do not have uh, a good export uh, side of, um, of, of, uh, of a trade, you know, pulling from that hand. And that's the reason why we have actually been able to see that the local currency is not actually doing very well uh, because we've got a very huge uh, import driving this, this direction to a point where our export side has actually been, um, you know, very, very... Uh, um, uh, small uh, compared to the importation side, which is actually uh, gaining a lot of uh, momentum. Now, coming back to the aspect where we are linking it to the fuel situation, obviously, for some time now, Zambia has been, uh, you know, working with a, a monthly fuel cost calculator, which actually takes into consideration making review on a monthly basis, and this has not been able to sit very well in terms of how 
uh, you know, things should be able to work out because obviously what we have actually been able to see over time that the sharp changes that we do receive on a monthly review uh, basis have also caused a number of overeating factors, uh, you know, as far as investment and uh, business is concerned. Because when you look at the aspect of uh, business projection or predictability, it becomes a a very big challenging factor because of us, what you can be able to see that the more we keep on making adjustment uh, on the on increased side, uh, the more we are also facing with the cascading effect in prices of goods. And this is what has actually been able to bring to the fore. But obviously, looking at the current situation where we have um, a review which has maintained the pricing for November, uh, it's not something that maybe I would say is sitting very well because what we have actually been able to see uh, in the tournament case that we, we consider fuel based on two bases. One, the aspect to do with the local currency performance. Then two, the prices that we are also tapping into mm. from the, the the international market. So what has actually happened that the prices that the international market is, is, is speaking of because Russia has opened up the export ban, mm. uh, meaning that the fuel on the international market is quite relatively uh, cheaper mm. compared to how it has actually been trading. But because of the illusion that we have with the local currencies, that's the reason why we cannot have the benefit of reduction in fuel because our currency actually is acting as a strong determinant mm. into this factor. So um, we have not been able to receive um, the magical changes of six pounds, uh, but obviously uh, we, we are now talking of only one commodity which has actually received the 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 benefit of reduction on the national market, and that is kerosene. So that's what it is uh, since then right now. Mm. It's a situation where we are we are we are trying to make a comparison to say uh, the the month of December is a month that is small and the dominant month yeah. compared to any other. And if it's having this effect, it's where now we are getting to be worried in a way. When you look at it as well, I mean, are we hearing that seriously people are taking it, it, it's, take, it's taking a, a real toll on people, what has been ha- happening over time, especially where the economy is concerned. And you're right to say, uh, when you look at it, the month of December, one would have expected it to be a short one where businesses have closed their doors, most of them. So there's not much production, there's not much movement. Uh, when you look at how then uh, things would fare in this particular regard, because uh, you know, economic activity has kind of uh, stopped a bit because businesses have closed for uh, the year, having to open their doors uh, next year. You would expect the board here uh, to then come through uh, with an adjustment that speaks uh, to this because both businesses and investment operations here are, are taking uh, a, really a strain from what has been happening over time here. And we know very well that there's also the entertainment and industrial break that tends to take place around uh, this particular time logistically uh, this won't see a lot of people on the road in terms of uh, just the full uh, consumption that we tend to see month by month there in zambia well uh yes it, it, it's a matter where we have actually been able to see that uh, we have not been able to receive the 
slight favor that the international market is actually commanding because what we have now is that we've got a very strong um, you know, supply buffers around mm. the group of, of which we even know that uh, even when you look at the U.S., for example, they have also got enough stock. Um, Russia, at some point, mm. they, they went on export ban, but because of the situation that we are now able to see that we've got a very good prevailing condition in terms of supply. So Zambia should be able to have received the benefit of this uh, reduction, but because our local market currency is not doing very well, and that is the reason why we have actually been able to uh, subject ourselves to this uh, constant uh, price model um. as it can, because we've got um, a serious cost is normal. Uh, which is actually characterized with the channel of distribution. And this is a situation where we have now to exercise a bit of uh, patient. Uh, of course, considering that the foreign exit market has got a very strong transmission mechanism around the pricing model, and that's the reason why we are driving this way. Obviously, uh, it's at, the, at the time when also Zambia is facing with uh, an escalated inflation, which is not yeah. coming down yeah. uh, toward the desired police corridor. So it is also in that, that sense. So we have a situation where it has actually sustained a bit of time uh, going upward in terms of inflationary effect. And this is what is actually compounding on the table. Mm. And also when you look at it, what are they forecasting? How are we looking into the year? Uh, are we seeing, you know, often here at home in South Africa, in February we have the uh, budget speech where uh, then we know very well that from uh, around or the previous year, September, October, uh, we'll see a midterm budget where it kind of gives us a sense of how uh, the budget is going to go in this particular regard. So when there's nothing in the kitty, we already have a sense that, uh, there's something there, uh, but when you look at it, w- w- what are you guys forecasting uh, there? You've just spoken of inflation and the likes. How are we expecting the year to go in 2024? Well, um, 2024 will be politically strong in Zambia because that's what we are trying to see that um, we've got elements around uh, cost pressure in terms of common uh, factors around uh, social goods. Uh, where we have actually been able to see that uh, much of the cost around most essential goods are going up, and there has been a bit of, um, you know, uh, some bit of pressure around around this issue, and that's the reason why uh, the political system has now also ignited from that hang- angle. Then when you look at the growth pattern, I think 2024 20, will not be able to... Uh, do as much as we have done, but obviously when it comes to the aspect of uh, what Zambia is facing in terms of uh, debt restructuring processes, which actually at some point, I think I must have featured here, uh, we have now gone to some bit of drawing board because we are the situation where we agreed uh, with the bilateral, but we never agreed with the other um, you know, parties like the Eurobond orders. So the Eurobond orders are personally not being able to agree in in, in principle what they should be able to actually what you should be able to do in terms of uh, uh, compatibility of the debt treatment because of the commercial value that is involved with the the, the bonds. So basically, what we are trying to say is that uh, the economy has now been able to to be faced with some external shocks. Uh, much of what we are saying is that the 
that is starting process in the country is something that now is taking a strong toll uh, together with some other loose-hand police like the, 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 the sharp changes on the fuel as well. So basically, uh, in terms of the budget speech, we had a budget speech earlier in September, which is now going to speak into actionable uh, situation from January, meaning that the 2024 budget will kick in. But even if it's going to kick in, it's got a lot of uh, earning fruits that we should be able to work around. And much of what I would say is that we have a where this year has actually done um, underperformance compared to last year's performance in terms of the GDP profile. So a number of things in that sense as well. So even when you look at the conference, uh, the 2080 uh, conference of parties, we've got also the present participating um, in um, in uh, Dubai, where we have also seen that there has been a very good, uh, uh, you know, participation, uh, you know, interest from different uh, stakeholders. So, but that's what we are trying to say is that uh, there has been a lot of activities uh, happening in Zambia. Of course, uh, some negatively impacting to the economy, others positively uh, complementing to the uh, fundamentals of the English economy. So now, what we are trying to say is that um, we have actually been able to see that uh, this year and next year, there seem to be some specialities in terms of how we're going to see certain things working out. So now, coming back to the aspect of fuel, uh, this has been one of the loose hand mm-hmm. policy that we basically want to see that come next year, as we go into the next year's budget, it should be tackled with the sustainable security of supply because that has been made a lot of um, uh, misnomers. In, in terms of how we should be able to project and and push forth the scales of production. So, in essence, what we're trying to say is that um, uh, for the past two years under this new government, we have actually been able to see that the, the, the fuel uh, element has been left without uh, you know, driving a number of uh, sustainable uh, measures. And this is what we're trying to call, it is from different sectors, be it private or uh, other stakeholders can be involved. We are trying to see how best we can help the government to ensure that we have a sustainable supply of uh, fuel so that we can moderate the business well. Because this has also been uh, making a bad effect to the economy in terms of uh, the current performance, in terms of other sectors. Because we know that fuel is a best of fact of production. So we, we are trying to encourage uh, every stakeholders, every many Zambians, including um, trying to see if we can secure uh, a, you know, a round table meeting mm-hmm. with key stakeholders in the, in, the, in the ministry to see how best we can help them to moderate a, a very good uh, sustainable uh, means allowing fuel procurement. Yeah, no, those conversations are very important and they're needed if we are then to see uh, really uh, the the move, right, where the economy is concerned. Uh, because uh, as you're speaking right now, I'm just thinking of uh, that consumer that is uh, just waiting for that breakthrough, through that silver lining that would come through where the economy is concerned. But because of other factors and issues that are beyond even their control, uh, they find themselves here with 
with inflation in and out and some of the challenges uh, that really when you look at it uh, they don't want to go away but I'm hoping that uh, when we speak in the new year uh, Kelvin uh, things will be looking up for uh, Zambia uh, will tend to really be looking at how things have moved and how we are preparing ourselves uh, for uh, just a, a lovely year ahead do you guys also have your uh, budget speech in February well, when do we see your budget play out Okay, uh, so I think that the budget is, uh, for next year kicks in the first day that we go into the next year. Mm. Um, the pronunciation of the budget was made. And, uh, next year's budget, we're, sp- we're speaking of something like 10% increase mm. uh, from the last year's budget. We're talking of something like uh, 12 billion US dollars uh, budget, which is actually going to be funded by 40% from the tax, you know, table. And that's we're also looking at um, a constellation of um, support from the, the the donors as well as the bilateral yeah. uh, you know stakeholders in the economy and what what we have actually been able to see that the budget has remained a stimulus budget as even compared to yeah. the current learning budget what we have also been able to see with the budget outlay um, obviously our Zambian case is, is that every year's budget before the year starts we we have uh, this pronunciation of the budget light in September. And uh, this is what actually transpired mm. this year. So the budget for next year has already been uh, flamed up. Uh, mm. You know, looking at in, in looking into key areas of uh, the economic growth, and much of what we are trying to say, as I have kept it, the issue of now trying to see how the budget can fit amidst the challenge that we have in terms of debt-restructuring processes. What we have also in place is that the budget for next year is speaking much stronger on the mm. repayment uh, you know, process where yeah. it has now reduced even the cost of uh, repayment compared to the current budget. Our current budget has been paying about... Um, uh, 18 billion toward the foreign, for 18 billion quarters toward the foreign repayment uh, of the debts. But coming next year, we have reduced about 33%. So we're talking of six, six billion toward the, the, the budget, um, you know, repayment toward the the the, 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 the debt in this case. So now com- coming to the element of uh, commitment in terms of sectorial base, we've got a lot of commitment around education, ALC, agriculture, and a few others that have also been beefed up. And even when you look at the current situation, we are speaking of austerity measures. So the budget is, is going to be intact, but of course it has a, an mm. expansionary view in terms of the expense and there. Yeah, no, those social spaces uh, would be very important. Your education, your health and the likes, uh, those become very important in terms of areas of intervention uh, because they tend to speak directly uh, to the, you know, communities and uh, the people on the ground uh, that would really need uh, intervention in here uh, where uh, these particular matters are concerned. But uh, we'll wait and see how it's rolled out. Uh, We'll wait and see and hope that at least uh, we get the best in terms of the servicing of debts and focused on some of those industries that will tend to see the economy then pick up over time. I wanted to ask you about state-owned enterprises and the likes and how they are faring in this particular regard. But let's park that for next year, (laughs) Kelvin, when you look at our conversations here. But really, really appreciate your time and always coming through to give us a sense of how things are faring there in Zambia. Everything of the best. Enjoy the rest of the year and we'll touch base again in the new year. Thank you so much. My pleasure.
You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.